Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What is going on, guys? My name is Rob. That is Cresta. Yes, as you can see, it says Joel Pearl. I'm not Joel Pearl. <laughs> I just didn't have time to fix it because I've been doing all kinds of things for things for Fightful today. But I am so proud to be here. I'm so happy to be here. This is the first time I've been able to do this show, and it's the first time I've been able to work with Cresta. So I hope you're ready. I'm a lot. I'm a I, I'm like, I, I'm excited. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I'm excited. Uh, so guys, I want to say thank you for being here. Uh, Joel will, Joel will be back next week. Right now he is investigating the 1997 screw job in Montreal. Um, uh, he says he's there to interview people. I don't buy it. I think he's there. I think to... he's there to see his dad, Scott Demore, and spend yes. time with his father. Yes. Scott Demore, his dad. Um, it's, <laughs> It's going to be good. Um, I love how different people on Twitter have just been saying different things what he's doing there. It's been great. So We love a good harmless lie over here. Nothing's wrong with a good harmless lie. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, guys, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats. We are going to talk to Impact. Um, it was a pretty interesting night. We got a, They got a lot of uh, stuff set up for... Their upcoming show. Um, oh, look who's here. Let's bring him in. Hello. Oh, we got we got Joel on the street. We got, we got Joel. <laughs> I just so, want to say hi. I just want to pop in. I can barely hear you all because I don't have my earbuds, but uh, just saying hi. Everybody, get in. Do the super chat, humper chat, do the things. Y'all will talk about it. 
Uh, I'm really upset that I missed Impact tonight because I missed like all the fun, all the good stuff. <laughs> but uh, I'm in Elimination Chamber in Montreal. I'm going to be talking to uh, WWE superstars tomorrow, and uh, I'll be at the show on Saturday night. And I've I been got, telling uh, I got Tim from Overbooked, so so that's fun. I, right. I told people oh, you're I'm investigating the. Rob, you rule. Thank you. He for said, I can't hear you. He's not going to yeah, let you I talk. I'm sorry. I love yep. y'all. Wow. <laughs> yep, I, yep, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I was like, yeah, he didn't hear me, so it's good. He was like, whatever you're saying, Rob, it doesn't matter. I'm the I'm the crowd. I'm talking over you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I'm cool with it. So I see that we have new members, too, so I want to shout that out. Uh, Inferno Fireboy joins us, so thank you for that. And Sean Taggart joins us. And we have a super chat from my good friend, Ryan Sullivan, who says, Joel, you look so different. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Ryan, I appreciate you, my friend. Ryan, uh, Ryan, who's with the Mark Order podcast. So thank you, buddy, for being here tonight. Oh, so this this show started off with one of my absolute favorites, um, Kushida. Mm-hmm. I love Kashida, and uh, when Joel asked me to do this show, I was like, "Absolutely, you're giving me Chris Bay and Kashida." Absolutely, it's free. It was, on yes. TV. It's free. <laughs> yes. But um, the one thing too that actually started before this was Impact mm-hmm. honoring Jerry Jarrett, who was a co-founder of TNA, which um, later would become Impact Wrestling. Uh, I got to say, first off, thank you. Uh, to Jerry Jarrett for what he's done to this business, what he's brought to this business. He's brought so much and um, it's, it's amazing um, how a lot of people behind the scenes don't mm-hmm. know what some of these promoters have done. Like people like, I mean, this guy, I, I told somebody the other day, flex Cavana, um, Cavana, depending on how some people say it, the rock, mm-hmm. you know, back at USWA days, this was, the guy that gave him that name. So it's uh, it's very interesting, and uh, he will definitely be missed. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, I can't believe he wrestled last night. That just, but he, it just, it's just uh, one of those things where you just want to say thank you. But uh, it was, obviously, I knew they would do something, and that was good. I agree. I liked how they honored people because they even did one for Don West not too long ago. Unfortunately, all these um, good souls from wrestling are passing on to the next life, going to the ring, into the sky. But I will give props to Impact Wrestling for always doing, as of late especially, their video packages have been superb. So rest in peace. Yes. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So if I hesitate, I'm like, I'm choosing my words very carefully because it's someone's family. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I I hope the best for their family because I know they're still grieving. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. So this match starts with basically, like we, like I stated, two of the best, in my opinion, that Impact has. Kushida just absolutely nails Chris Bay with a springboard back elbow, which I just absolutely love this. Uh, they're just going back and forth. What stood out for you in this match? Was there anything in particular that you really just dug, like just really just loved? Because this was a match. This is the first time that we've seen Kushida mm-hmm. in over a month or almost a month. So it's been at least three and a half weeks. So 
I mean, I liked how in the beginning Kushida was really trying to slow it down. Like, Kushida can either play very technical or he could play very high flyer, like your typical X Division um, people like your Trey Miguel's. He was not having that. And when Chris Bay was like, no, slow it down, do strong with you. I like that because she was like, no, we're doing it my way. I'm not going to let you do what you want to me. However, I was upset that Chris Bay took the pin because I've been campaigning for Chris Bay to get more respect, Aces of Bay to get more respect, especially I feel like if they're going to win the title. I wouldn't I, – I don't want to see Kashida eat the pin either, but, like, I'd rather a screwy finish, you know what I mean, rather than it be like this. Yeah, and, and that, that was his first match uh, since uh, New Year's uh, Revolution, so mm-hmm. January 21st. So uh, it's good to see him back. Uh, Kashida and and you're right the fact that Chris Bay uh, took the pen I was actually you know the thing is is, yeah the thing is yeah exactly I was surprised too I was thinking maybe with uh, with so many with maybe an outside interference type thing I usually Mm -hmm. hate those but I was thinking maybe you could at least do something to maybe protect this and because I think they are going to win the titles I really do yeah no, I agree. I think if there was a way to protect both of them where they don't look not so much silly, but it does suck the air or a little bit of the momentum out of Aces of Base. I don't think it'll be, uh, well, they're not, well, they lost to Kushida. How can they win? It might put a little heat on them, if anything, but I just wish it finished a little differently. The match overall was good. Um, Kushida targeting base left arm over and over, especially after, like, there was a part in the match where Bay. Hops over Kashida like in a counter and then kicks back and then like into a flip and kicks him with his back. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. It was so fluid. But then Kashida answered right back with a stiff kick right to his left arm. I like how commentary put over the fact that Bay is left handed. So if he's doing any of his moves, that's why he's targeting his left arm because typically they target the right arm because everyone's right handed. <laughs> yeah, he sold it the whole time too. And mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that uh, that was really good. The hell they kept on selling the arm uh how chris bay kept on selling the arm and then you had uh, both men just exchanging strikes towards the end and um i think the one thing that might have helped with chris bay in this was mm-hmm. the way they did the roll-up pin um, yeah i think that's maybe that might have been where they, they were thinking that they could possibly protect him uh but kashida got the the roll-up victory and the other thing too is maybe they look at it like, "Hey, you lost to Kushida. It's really not that bad of a loss." And you know, so. yeah, Kushida's really like a really superb wrestler. So of all the people to lose to, it's not like you lost to. Uh, I mean, even losing to Bully Ray because you know Bully Ray cheated, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. So it's it's just. I, I think after talking about it more with you, I'm starting to realize that maybe this was the right call because it adds a little bit more intrigue for the tag team mm-hmm. championship. So it's it's not as bad. It's just thinking about the way thinking about the way it could go now after seeing Kashida get the win and Motor uh, Motor City Machine Guns being there with I, I think. I think it's going to be okay. I think I think they'll be fine. In that case, I feel like it's two faces versus each other, so it's hard because you know Motor Mis- Motor City Machine Guns was not going to cheat, 
And Ace Austin, who I feel has the propensity to cheat, did not. Because I feel like maybe they're trying to do it the right way, whatever it is. Um, I don't hate it. I just wish that it was changed. However, I will say tonight, that has been the crutch. The schoolboy roll-up finish, I see not a lot tonight. So I think that was going, if we didn't really want you to lose, oops, roll-up, eh, ball and chain. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, it was it was... The exactly the roll up pin. Uh, we you're right, we did see that a lot tonight, so mm -hmm. that was that was something, and, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, the again, for people that are just tuning in now, this is not Joel Pearl, you know that. Uh, he is in Montreal, so I'm covering. I did not have time to change this, so just I'll be updating you throughout the show. And I'm new at the post show, so just so you're aware of that. It's okay. You're doing amazing, Joel Pearl. I mean, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but after that, we had the backstage meetup between Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray. Uh, Santino announced that they will have a busted live open or busted open live, rather. Mm -hmm. um, and Dave LaGreca will be the moderator at Impact No Surrender. Um, so basically the way I, I took this was that they are going to just talk it out, I, I guess, uh, what they were kind of doing, right? I don't think that's what's going to transpire. Oh, no, no. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not what's going to happen, but I think that's what they were trying to sell us. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it was weird. And Bully Ray, who is one of those guys who just he gets to you because he's doing mm -hmm. his job so damn well yes um that you just like i was i was watching him and and just i'm like he is such a prick and <laughs> he's doing his yeah, job he, he got me gal he yeah. got me he got if me. i have to audibly curse at you yeah yep you you're doing your job <laughs> if, if you got if you did it if you got me you're doing good because I I'm, I'm the one person that usually defends every wrestler because of how mm -hmm. good they are. And, and when I can just be like, you know what, Tommy dreamer, I just <laughs> beat him up, ass, Tommy. you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, that it's good. It's good. So, uh, and I, I, I liked at the end of this, how they were going back and forth. It reminded me of when I was a kid and, Mm -hmm. going back and forth with my my little brother you know it, it reminded me of that because you mm -hmm. know you could tell that tommy dreamer still had love for bully and yeah bully for a second kind of showed that he still had a like there was something there but he still was trying to be the bully so yeah that was that was interesting but uh we'll have to see um i'm kind of hoping lagreca turns heel for whatever reason i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you and Joel have very polarizing different opinions because at first Joel was like man I don't understand what Dave LaGreca was doing and he kind of looked like a chump which I said because when he first showed up Bully was like get the hell out of my way and Dave LaGreca was like what the hell did I do but he left I was like no beat him up Dave don't let him talk to you like that but <laughs> now to have them doing it like a talk out it's giving me wrestling wedding it's gonna start off okay. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna transpire. Maybe Dave LeGregor's gonna take a bump. <laughs> I would watch that. But also, imagine if you're listening to this podcast 
and Min Pong's just here. Oh, I don't know what's going to transpire, but I think it's funny. I also liked how at the end, Bully Ray was like, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss, you're not, we're either, you either leave this company or I'm not doing it. Loser leaves town. Do it my way. I'm talking like, who does that? He was literally Cartman in that moment. And I was like, you know what? I kind (laughs) of live. I kind of live. You're, I've been giving Bully Ray grief on this channel since he came here. And I was like, yeah. yo, I'm, I'm sick. But today, for the past two uh, or three impasse, I'm like, damn, Bully Ray, you getting under my skin in a way that I understand. I don't like, I don't, I don't want to like you, but I hey, get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He treats people like they're butters. You know? Yes, he is literally Cartman right now yeah. in Impact, and everybody, everybody is butters to him. <laughs> Mickey James, everything. It's, yes, that's everybody. A great, that's a great point. I didn't, I didn't put that like together at all. Uh, we do have a uh, humper chat from our guy Ricardo. Um, he says Kenny King is not my cup of tea. Too much heel by the numbers, paint by the numbers, as he says. Um, yeah, and. Since we don't have, uh, I usually try to do it by like by the match, but it's just so much easier for me to just go ahead and read that. And I, I, I would agree with that. Tonight's main event we'll get into, but uh, yeah, that's a good point. And I, I love watching Kenny King wrestle, though. I mean, hell, um, just good stuff. I don't uh, think Kenny King is very much heel by numbers. I I'm more of the opinion that he's still finding where his heel stride is, and we're seeing him get a little bit more vicious since the speedball uh, Mike Bailey. I would give you that more when he was in, especially Honor No More. But then again, I did not like Honor No More, so they could paint the Van Gogh, and I'm like, that's crap. So, <laughs> so I mean, like, I get it to an extent, but I think there's more to this paint by heel numbers you know what i mean there are other heels and i won't oh. name names who are very formulaic you know at least kenny king at least he's funny i'll give him that at least he's funny a lot of heels are just like cheap heat yelling insulting catchphrase yep just <laughs> same old same old just mm-hmm. in and right out same uh, same thing just mm-hmm. over and over and over um we have another super chat from uh ma uh Soko, so I'm sorry, Soko. I think if I got that wrong, please let me know. Uh, go fight Tyrus, bully. <laughs> I don't want to lose to Tommy. I, I don't want. I don't want to lose Tommy. I, I'm I fine think... with anybody. I, that's the only time I'll probably root for bully. Uh, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like, get out of here. Lose a Leafs town. Honestly, I think it should be a double count out. Both of the Leafs. <laughs> Oh my god! Both leave town, but I don't know how. I don't know how, but I also don't want to see Bully Ray fight Tyrus. Is that wrong to say? I don't want to no. see that. I don't want no, to see that. I don't. I just. Yeah, I. I don't. I. I don't. Exactly. I mean, that's the easiest <laughs> way to say it. I just. I don't. Avoid. I mean, I. I saw. Uh, I don't like going after people, but I saw like clips from mm-hmm. the NWA show, and I was just like people paid money to watch us and i just feel bad so mm. but the best way to put it is because i do watch a lot of drag race as well and there's a saying by the boulet brothers that say drag is art and art is subjective wrestling is art and wrestling is subjective and i'm judging your wrestling on how it assaults my eyes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's great 
Because, like, I could see people get poked up. And even though I cringe when I watch a lot of blood, but I could also see people do a fine technical match and be like, yo, what is happening here? You got what? Yeah. Yeah. So it's subjective. It's subjective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that's the best way. Um, that's the best way to put it. You hit it right on the head. Um, we had, let's see. Sorry, my notes dis- disappeared You're here. You're totally fine. I write down my notes, so you're totally <sighs> fine. They look like chicken scratch tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. The hmm, that's people that watch coexisting are used to this, so that's great. <laughs> um, it's, it's like a normal show. So the hmm. It was a Macklin versus Rhino match next. Yep, thank you. I had got you, homie. What I had, I had, I had Masha, and then it's like, nope, that's not next. So yeah, Steve Macklin versus Rhino. It something that appeared for me, like just that was really cool for this mm-hmm. match that that just kind of shocked me. Is it was after the Tommy Dreamer and Tom, Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray, and then seeing Rhino. Is I grew up being an ECW guy mm-hmm. and getting to see these three guys it just kind of like i can't believe these guys are still going at it it just makes me so happy so uh that made that made my that made my night more than anything like watching Mm -hmm. that show so um i knew steve macklin was going to get this victory i think it was pretty much obvious and i just love watching steve macklin he's he's one of my favorites uh to watch rhino does what he does best makes other people look good He's been doing that for years. Yeah. Was there, was there anything that stood out for you in this match? In particularly with the storyline that's been going on with Macklin, it's one of those things where it's like it's another hurdle for Macklin to go to on his way to the main title scene. Half the people in this qualifier, he's already beaten. He's already proven himself time and time again. But it was for a hot second, just the briefest of moments, I thought that Rhino might have gotten it. I think it was around the mid-match part where he had set up for the gore the first time. Macklin reversed it. But then I think Rhino flipped him or something like that. And then he was setting up for the gore, and then Macklin got out the ring and was like, I am not dealing. I'm not going to get hit with that. Because, like, a Rhino gore is a one-hitter quitter. That's the haymaker there. So I completely get it. But I'm also of the mind now where I think Macklin has proven his worth where I feel like we need to pull the trigger on Macklin. Have him wrestle Josh Alexander, or if it's not Josh Alexander, whoever the champion is, but Macklin has beaten, like, literally almost everyone who's qualified for that champion for the um, four-way. I think with the exception of, what, PCO, and that's only because he hasn't wrestled PCO. Wrestled him, yeah. 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 And I agree with you 100%. Steve Macklin, I, I honestly thought that he would have been a champion, like, I, like I, yeah. I do think that Josh Alexander might actually be the one that drops that title to him. I, I think that might be the way to go, uh, because right now, I mean, there's so many. There's they have so many great wrestlers at Impact, yeah. but I, I honestly think that Macklin can can do it. Uh, there's yeah, there's I, there's no reason why he couldn't and. Maybe it's because I just I've liked the guy since I could really remember. I even when he was with the previous company, I that was the one guy I liked out of the I liked Wesley Blake too, but it was he was the one that stood out for me. Mm-hmm. So I've I've always like 
liked watching him. And I thought that was a great signing for Impact when they got him. And I think he's, I think he has star written all over him. I just Agreed. hope they go that route pretty soon. But Josh Alexander, the same. Like they're doing great with him too. So uh, if they decide to continue to roll with that, I just think that Macklin needs to probably be that. I think he needs to win the title sometime in 2023. That's probably the easiest way to say it. Yeah. No, totally agree. I think that Josh Alexander being the standard bearer, the impact, the, the flagship for the men's division, absolutely the right call. He looks great. He wrestles great. He delivers an impassionate promo. Even if sometimes it's a little heelish, it's still great. I think Macklin, well, Alexander passing the torch to Macklin, absolutely amazing. And I also want to shout out Impact Wrestling in the mo- in the way of I always forget that he was in Forgotten Sons. <laughs> I always forget that. And the fact that he's here, like, he is completely different. It's the same thing with great with Big Con. He was in um Ascension. And the way that Impact can take these wrestlers that we seemingly forget or have trained to be like, I don't care about them, and make them into these brand spanking new stars or the stars that they always were but never had the chance to show. Ridiculous. I like, honestly, I want to see Macklin as champion because I think Macklin would be an amazing champion. I also enjoyed the program with Macklin and Moose. So I would love to see Moose try to run that back against him for the championship. And I know the match between Josh Alexander and Steve Macklin is going to be, oh, yeah. it's going to be so good. So good. Yes. Yeah. It, it will be fantastic. Uh, so going on from that, uh, Obviously, Steve Macklin won. We go we go from Steve Macklin to Johnny Swinger, uh, who came out with Zicky Dice to take on the one and only Barry Horowitz. I uh, have no idea who that was, but I got a kick out of it. I <laughs> thought he was going to take on Action Mike Jackson. I'm like, you don't want that. He really took it to Trey Miguel last week. You don't want that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Barry Horowitz is a man that has been wrestling since the 80s. Um, he's basically been a glorified... Um, I mean, the easiest way to say it's jobber. I mean, he's been a jobber forever. Uh, in the mid '90s or late to mid '90s, he got a good run. He beat um, Chris Candino, Chris Candido in a WWF match, uh-huh. um, and that was the first win that he ever had. They said, like, and oh, wow. uh, it was just—it was like a big, like, big upset, and uh, that's kind of how he—that's how like his name got somewhat like people started knowing cause it was kind of like the first time people in my I age group ever saw. Street. Yeah. That ever saw it's like kind of like a jobber in WWF win a match uh-huh. um, or at least where it stuck together. Um, but yeah, he'd kind of just, um, he kind of just stuck around and then next thing you know, you see him in WCW mm-hmm. and he just kind of always been around. So it was, it was interesting to see him. That was not who I was expecting. I um, actually was expecting um, Mike Jackson. Literally, I was. But I, I feel like I had saw a clip, an old clip of Johnny Swinger actually beating Mike Jackson. But he cheated. Yeah. He cheated. <laughs> he cheated. Uh, and that's true. <laughs> Scott Scott says uh, Bobby Heenan used to call him Barry Horowitz. And that is true. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Heenan with the zingers, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's... Somebody, if they haven't yet, somebody needs to come out with a book of just Heenan, like Heenanisms. There's so many yeah. good ones. <laughs> Instead of Heenanism, Heenanisms. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the, there's so many good ones. Like, uh, man, we have another uh, Humper Chat. This one's from Amanda B. She says, Zicky Dice is a treasure, and I'm so happy to see him on Impact. Missing Joel this week, but love seeing Rob fill in. Krista is killing it like usual. Well, thank you, Amanda. Appreciate that. We love everybody here. And yes. Joel Pearl in disguise. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Rob yeah. version two is doing amazing. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I knew it. But but if you like, I'm not kidding. If you've watched my show, mm-hmm. what happened there with the notes that happens <laughs> almost every week. So it's like I'm back at home. So it's good. Don't feel bad. The show I do on Saturday, Mm -hmm. me and Nick Tanner just talk, and it goes off the rails, and it was the same way with Jules. And before we know, it's like, wait a minute. We didn't talk about anything we were supposed to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, going back to this match, um, you have Johnny Swinger, who has uh, Barry Horowitz in the the stretch hold. And uh, next thing you know, the demon comes out. And that distracts Swinger, and Horowitz reverses the hold, and we get another roll-up pin, and Barry Horowitz gets the big victory. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah, and so that actually surprised the hell out of me too, because I was not expecting. I was thinking Swinger's just going to get that quick, easy win and move on, and I was like, oh well, at least they brought him in for a victory. I mean, I. I that was that was good. Good for him, you know. <laughs> I want them to be serious about this Johnny Swinger thing. I low key, very low key, want them to be like, have them go for the championship, you cowards. Like, you could start off with a Barry Horrible Witch. That's all I'm gonna hear now. <laughs> it could be a Mike Jackson. It could even be a. I'm trying to think of who's another quote unquote stooge who would do something, and it could build up to like an Eddie Edwards. I think it'll be hilarious. It'll be funny, and then he see meets Steve Macklin at the top and instantly dies. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, for sure that would that would be good. <laughs> that, that... That'd be really funny. <laughs> I, I just pictured that too. Just like the Mortal Kombat thing, like they used to have like the sticks where they have each person, and it'd literally be like, "Wow, he's he could actually do it!" And then he goes to fight Steve Macklin, and he makes that man literally evaporate. Yeah, <laughs> like guys, stop it. We let this go on for too long. What? Yep. Stop it. Uh, yeah, they're they're just having too much fun. Like, well, yeah, no, no, that's enough. Um, we have another super chat from Ime uh, Solko. And he says, I want a swinger autograph zero, zero to 50 sign, crowd sign on eBay. I can use it in Vegas next weekend. And he's still zero to 50. M.A. Soko is our version of Iceman Intel because he's out here. Yeah. <laughs> you should get him to take a picture. Take this with your zero to 50. He's like, you got tonight's the night, daddy. <laughs> there you go. That would be good, too. I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, so then we get uh, Moose for a backstage um, interview. Um, he says he's going to get even uh, with, I believe he's, this is where my, I lost internet for a minute, but I believe he said Joe Hendry, but I was yeah. not sure. Okay. Yeah. He wants to get even with Joe Hendry so bad because he's blaming Joe Hendry for all of his problems. And I'm like, Moose, you're also uh, a jerk. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like that, that was, uh, and then yeah, that was that whole thing was just, I was baffled by that. But the the moose is one of those guys where it's just like he's so damn good. But why, 
why is he such a jerk? Like, like it's just like he's an Omega jerk. Like, yeah. for no, he's like he's up there. He's not like super jerk. Like, he's right, like right under Bully Ray. Yeah. <laughs> like Bully Ray will actually set your house on fire, like Randy Orton. Moose might just trap you and tell you he's gonna set your house on fire, just, so you run home and yeah. your house isn't on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like right under. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, you probably put it perfect because. Like Moose won't set the house on fire. Orton will set the house on fire, but he'll let you out. Bully Ray is gonna set the house on fire, and you're still in the house. So and like Randy, he's gonna pose in front of it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like that, that meme with the little girl, like you always see, like just smiling. Yeah, That's Bully Ray is <laughs> right beside her. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Orton, we know, like he said, he'll let you out, but this is him in front of your house. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Oh, man, so going back, we have a no surrender qualifier match. The Eddie Edwards uh, taking on Heath. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Edwards takes control of the match pretty much right away. Uh, he uh, he hits uh, Heath with a tope uh, tope suicida. Uh, well, tope suicida. Um, this match goes back and forth really quick. I was actually a big fan. Uh, Heath hits Edwards with a power slam. My mm-hmm. one of my favorite moves, believe it or not. I love the power slam. It's a one clean of my power slam is really it's, yes, exactly. Like Randy Orton going back to him has one of the mm-hmm. best ones. Dustin Rhodes still. Yes, has I was going to say Dustin one. next. Dustin's power slam is clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you get. Um, this ma- I I really enjoyed this match. I really did. Mm. It was going back and forth. Um, Eddie hit Heath with the Tiger Driver, um, and then we have Eddie going for the Die Hard Driver. But the lights go out, and we hear the thunder go. Um, the announcers bring up PCO, and uh, that distracts Eddie Edwards. And then Heath Nelson with the wake up call. Heath gets the pin, and he qualifies for the match. And then uh, afterwards, we see PCO enter the ring, and he attacks Edwards. Or they mm-hmm. basically, yeah, he attacks Edwards. They basically go back and forth for a minute. But um, I was actually surprised he got the win here. But it made Same. sense after after Rhino got eliminated. Thinking about it, it actually makes a little bit more sense. But um, I, I I I liked it. I really I thought it. for sure Eddie was going to qualify since PCO qualified. But I am on the opposite end of the spectrum, Rob. I, I this the the wrestling was fine. Yeah. But I was I was so I my energy dipped. I, maybe I ate right before, and then the food was making me sleepy. You know, like. Ugh, but this one, I just wasn't for me. But when PCO came out at the end, that's when I was like, okay, okay. And commentary did put over that the last time Eddie Edwards and PCO were in Las Vegas. Eddie Edwards buried PCO alive or undead, depending on how you look at the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Heath winning, I like it. Um, I'm I'm really surprised PCO, I mean, Eddie Edwards didn't qualify. However, I do see Eddie Edwards now screwing PCO out of that. I mean, it's not like we know. Uh, not for nothing. I don't think PCO was going to win that regardless. So Yeah. And I think I have a soft spot for Heath because... He has kids, you know. He has, yeah, he got kids. He got so got many kids, of them. You know? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, he's like the Nick Cannon of wrestling, so. Not Rob! Not the Whoa. Nick Cannon of wrestling! 
funny. That's funny. Got a Greyhound bus full, man. You know. That's yeah. funny. And and earlier in the night, Macklin stole from him, used the wake-up call on Rhino. Yes. <laughs> it, I guess you could say since he got all those kids, it was, it was a payback for him using his yeah. move. <laughs> got to yeah. win the championship for the children. <laughs> yeah, win, the, win that title for the kids. <laughs> yeah, get the, got to, man. But, and I, I, I really do have like a soft spot for, for Heath. Mm-hmm. I just, I've absolutely loved the guy. Oh, for whatever reason, I think what did it for me, for Heath, was going back to his WWE days when he was losing. Um, He's on that losing streak. That was yeah, brutal. And, and then bringing in the let they brought in the legends. Like to, he lost to them, and sort of like how Johnny Swinger lost tonight. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like that. It felt it was really good to see. Um, Justice and, for Johnny Swinger. I would, Johnny Swinger, world champion. Do it, impact you cowards. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Man, so good. Uh, <coughs> we have oh no problem. Uh, uh, we have uh, Lisha Edwards taking on Masha Slamovich. Uh, Knockouts champion Mickey James comes out for commentary. She, yeah, you Mickey missed, James with that. You oh, missed the design backstage with uh with Sammy Callahan. Oh yeah, yep. Sorry, I did miss that. Nah, you uh, good. And there's Father Mitchell after that one. I got you. I got like I said, the chicken scratch is alive. <laughs> right. Yeah, you were you were right. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the design came out or well, cut a promo backstage. They talked to Sammy Callahan, and Cody Diener brought up a, a couple of uh, tidbits and basically said that they were challenged by Frankie Kazarian and uh. Yu Yu uh, Yumera, uh, when they said that they were going to be wrestling next week, I was like, "Man, could we just have that match tonight where I have Kashida and uh, Chris Bay and those two, like in that tag team match? That would have made my." This show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Good night. You can't uh, have too much. That's too much. You're overstimulated. By the time the main event comes around, this is you like, I cannot take any more. I'm so tired. <laughs> that, that, that's true. And obviously my notes 
like are all over the place tonight because I should just be using the website, but it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Listen, this we are not getting paid by Impact Wrestling. I mean, if y'all want to, we're here. Yeah. Impact, holler at us. If not me, talk to our good friend Sean Rossap. But we just here to have yuck yucks. It's professional wrestling, and we're here for the clownery and anything you miss. Like I said, I got the chicken scratch on deck. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. What do you? What are your? I'm gonna get your thoughts because um, a few weeks ago, uh, one of our podcasts, the Wrestling Perspective, they had an mm-hmm. interview with um, they had a, they had an interview with Cody Deaner, and he really talked up uh, about Sammy Callahan and just the whole thing about uh, the design. What What are your thoughts on the design? I just, I'm just curious. Just before we move on to the next match, I just want to hear what you have to say about them. What What do you think? I like where the design is going now. Um, For a while when they were with Eric Young, it seemed like it was kind of stuck on a treadmill where they kept losing all the time. And I feel like the way that they were built is that they're a serious group. Now with Diener in the lead, it's become more stoic and a lot less violent, if you will. Like, it's like, Diener, I know you're capable of it. I literally seen you kill uh, Eric Young on national television. You probably want to lay low for a while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I I, I, w- I want them to get more back to the violent by design instead of just kind of like the design. It seems to be more like of a mind, a mind fuck cult, if you will. It seems more of that now rather than before when Eric Young was just going out there beating people up. I like the idea of the death machine with them because on paper, that's a match made in heaven. But trying to strip Sammy Callahan of his identity for the design, to me, don't make sense. I think that's what makes him a perfect fit for the design. I just want to, I feel like Dina just wants to make sure he can control Sammy Callahan because Sammy Callahan is a self serving person as well. If it comes to the championship, I'm not going to give it to you, Dina. I'm taking that. And I don't think maybe Dina thinks he don't think he could beat. Mr. Cactus driver 97. So, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, ex- exactly. I, I think you put it up, put it best. That that's probably what I would have said too, because mm-hmm. I I've really liked Cody Diener's work um, a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, we go to um, Father James Mitchell with Marty Bell and Alice Kay. Um, he he talks about Rosemary's father, um, and I I've. I, I actually cracked up at this. I, mm-hmm. um, they they go back and forth. He's talking about the hex um, to get the knockout knockout titles. Um, Allison says they're they're here to exter- her, uh, her exterminate. Thank you. I wrote it down because I'm like that is Cordy, but I'm gonna only hear that now. So yeah, congrats, that, you got. And that 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 made me laugh. Like I'm like, did she just say that? And um, I was like, I'm. I even said like. To myself, like thinking, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to get that right on the show. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, they they say they're they're going to go after him. And uh, J- the best part of this whole thing was J- James Mitchell says, uh, like, when you make a deal with the like the devil, you you can't spend much time there. And he he kind of walks away, and they both have a like little conversation about, well, did you have a deal with the did you make a deal? Did you sign a deal? And I read the fine print. <laughs> yeah, I have. A, I got. I'm like, that's not too bad because James Mitchell is one of those guys too that I've. He's been around forever. Yeah, um, 
and just seeing him on the screen is one of those things where it's just like, ah, that's another guy that drove me nuts, but he's he's it's, he's still he's got still it. kicking. Yep. He's still doing it. I don't know if this was a throwaway line, but I did peep, and let me just make sure if I have it. He said that when you sell your soul to the devil, you're always busy. Now, if you excuse me, I have some havoc to attend to. You mean Jessica? Because <laughs> we have been on when is Havoc coming back? We love Jessica because she's sick. But at the same time, when Father Mitchell came out last week, he was like, Jessica, nice to meet you. Something familiar. I'm like, oh, no. Because now I don't want Death Dolls to break up. I, I'm in love with Jessica. I love her. She's so, I love her. I like Havoc, too. But I'm like, is this how we lose Jessica? Darn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jessica, she's great. Uh, she really is. I've I got to watch. Um, I've I've seen a lot of her matches, mm-hmm. so it's it, she's awesome. Um, we have a super chat from my friend Eric uh, Freitz. He says, "Great show so far. I'm I'm hoping uh, Gis- Giselle Shaw is the next woman's champ. I got tickets to Rebellion in April. Would you have Macklin win the title before or at at Rebellion? Hmm." Well, I think Alexander's gonna. I could see that, um, but I. I th- hmm. I want to say I could see Alexander holding it until Sacrifice. Oh. Yeah. I feel like that's mid. Or wait, Sacrifice is the one that's at the end of the summer or the beginning of the summer. Sacrifice is usually. Let's see here. Now I gotta look because. Because I could see him losing it right either at the beginning of the summer or the end of the summer. So Macklin can really have a strong program going into the new year to set up going forward. Because I don't see Macklin as a couple of month champion. I see him as like, if, if it's a couple, it's going to be like six months. Sacrifice months. might be next month. Yeah, sacrifice is next month. Um, yeah, it's in I mean, Toronto. I yeah. See, I mean, if... if Wait, so you said in Toronto? Yeah, I think uh, St. Clair College is where Windsor, Ontario, uh, Canada. Aren't they both from Canada, though? Because uh... I know for sure uh, Josh Alexander's from Canada. And yeah. after talking to Joel Pearl, I thought Canadians were nice. As it turns out, they are vicious. <laughs> and they do love their wrestling. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I mean... I thought you were saying that just talking to Joel Pearl, you'd realize it was vicious, but um, <laughs> no, uh, Steve Macklin's from New Jersey. Oh, well, uh, ooh, it's the impact. I like watching patterns of things. The impact is not WWE. They will not send your hometown hero to go kiss Scott DeMore's ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, can you imagine if Macklin pins, oh boy, in Toronto? Oh, man. Ooh, they would not like that, but <laughs> they would not like that. <laughs> that would be that would actually be entertaining though. Just to that would that. be sports entertaining. I would yeah. I would get a good cackle. I love the chaotic option. That's why I want Johnny Swinger to pin Steve Macklin, like somebody said in chat. <laughs> yeah. The uh I, and the one thing too is uh Tom Phillips said tonight on commentary, they haven't been in Canada for I think three years. So yeah, just do that and then they won't have to come back for three more years so yeah because the canadians won't let them back (laughs) so there you go that's how it'll happen but oh man uh 
so we have um masha i think we're good to go now i think yeah I think yeah we're good okay so <laughs> <laughs> um we have uh, masha versus uh alicia edwards uh knockouts champion mickey james joins the commentary for the match the, the bell rings um edwards gets a few punches in but um it's over rather quickly as yeah. masha uh just it's grabs uh, grabs edwards and hits her with the snowplow like right away um, this poor girl got mangled <laughs> yes yeah exactly i was i literally looked up and i was like what the hell happened <laughs> And she I, tried, like you said, the yeah. because she gave her the stiff strikes, but then once Masha said, oh, all right, playtime's over, little she yeah. ragged all poor Alicia Edwards. Yeah. Her gear was nice though. Yeah, right, yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> and uh I, I'm not kidding you. I literally had to rewind because I'm updating the website as I do the results mm-hmm. and I look up and I'm I'm what the hell it just was happened? Over. Yeah, it I was, was like, over. I, I saw the snowplow, but I go, I don't know what happened. So I'm like, oh. That happened. Okay, well, that was quick. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, uh, Masha's attacking uh, Edwards, and we see Mickey James going for the save, which I knew, obviously, they were going to... Yeah. I knew that was going to happen once Matt Something Mickey, was going to happen. She yeah. was in commentary. I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. Mickey turned her back, and then they had a little face-off and went head-on, and Masha got the best of it and uh referees had to break it up uh because she put the same uh rear naked chokehold on uh, mickey james as well so that was pretty much over when it started uh yeah i mean i know we're a week away and you guys will i assume probably do do you do predictions next week will you do predictions yeah on we'll do yeah. predictions the day before because we're also going to cover no surrender on friday as well oh okay so yeah i mean i I don't see how there's any way that Masha doesn't win that title, but I'm. Oh yeah. That's what me and Joel were saying. Like it was good for Mickey to put up a hell of a fight against Jordan Grace, but we also think that Masha Slamovich is going to mangle Mickey James. And if she does it, and listen, this is nothing against Mickey James. I think she is an amazing talent and that woman deserves, she needs to be put on the Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling on some G on some G on some G mess because she's really good and she really hones her craft and helps other women. But Masha Samovich is different. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. She's different. I've even seen some of her stuff that she did in Japan. She's different. Oh, My, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. And as much as I love Jordan Grace, I was surprised Jordan Grace beat her. She's going to absolutely mangle Mickey James. And if Mickey James beats her, oh, Oh, um, Mickey James is that girl, oh, but I don't, I don't see it. I'm sorry. I don't no, look at the cards. I don't see it. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you right away. I, I just, part of me, part of me thinks like, I was surprised that Mickey James got the win. I honestly thought that was mm. it. Like when she won, the, I didn't think she I was going to win the title. I thought that mm. was like it. But then after seeing they set her up for Masha, I was like, well, maybe they just didn't want Jordan Grace to lose to her this way, but. Um, I can still see Jordan Grace losing because me and Joel flirted with the idea of every time Jordan was champion and Masha was the challenger, Masha lost. And now you could flip that if Masha's the champion, every time Jordan challenges, Jordan loses. Because I think it'll be a really good stamp on Masha's card. 
to finally beat Jordan Grace. And if I'm not mistaken, Jordan Grace, Jordan Grace got the best of her twice. Yeah. Yep. Once in a regular match and another one, yeah, because that other one she put her through a door. Oof. Yeah. Uh she's beat they've wrestled four times and Masha has only beaten her once, and that was at Pro Wrestling Gorilla um last November. So Okay. I mean, I think I do think it'll be a nice stamp in her guys. If I'm not also mistaken, Masha beat Deanna Perrazzo too. And I and I put Masha, not Masha. Well, now yeah, Masha now, but I put Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo as like benchmarks in the women's division, in the knockouts division over there. Because one is a technical goddess, and the other one, you're not. That's a powerful woman. She ripped phone books for fun. Come on now, like, <laughs> what are you gonna do against that? Like that, she can outpower most. Of, like if you can beat either one of these girls, like. And I give it to Masha because Masha too is a violent woman, and I, I love it. I love it. I, it's in the best way. She's a violent woman. So woman. So it's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, and Masha uh, in singles matches, Deanna's two and one against her. But uh, in the four way match that they had, Masha defeated uh, Deanna and Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde at the uh, Hard to Kill. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean it's Masha. Oof. I uh, just, I impacts women's division is just, I just love watching it. It's, Always superb. Always. Yes. Good stuff. Um, man, it, I was just thinking about when we, when you were talking about Masha and Jordan Grace, I went back obviously mm-hmm. to some of their earlier matches. I was just thinking, I'm like, the first time that her and Jordan wrestled against each other, that was one of the best matches that I've, that I've ever like seen. Like I that. want to see that match. Cause I I've never seen her and uh, Masha wrestle outside of Impact. But I've been following Jordan Grace for a long time, Impact. And to see how far she's come, it's like Jordan Grace is a future Hall of Famer. And honestly, I want her to beat up everyone. I love her. I, I think she's great. I think she's so great. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, she's uh, she's absolutely the best um so we had uh uh, crazy crazy steve uh challenged trey miguel to a monster's ball match and no surrender uh the (laughs) this match i was kind of surprised by or not i shouldn't say surprised i was just kind of i wasn't expecting monster's ball i guess were, it was, makes sense for Crazy Steve, but not Trey well, Miguel. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the best way to put it, too. Uh, Trey Miguel is badass. <laughs> um, and I wonder, uh, maybe it's just somebody to put, like, just in front of him for now, because I don't I don't see Crazy Steve winning this belt from him. Like, I just don't see that happening. Uh, I think Trey's going to hold on to this title for a, for a while, or at least I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, Trey Miguel, I, I just love watching the guy wrestle. But does this match do? Will this match? I was just kind of I, I just pretty much shrugged my shoulders. Basically, it was just like eh. I was just like eh. Okay, well, I, I'm always happy to watch Trey Miguel wrestle. It's just it was one of those things where it's just like. Really? Mon- Monster's Ball for this? I, I, 
I don't hate it. I just feel it's the wrong person, considering yeah. how Black Taurus had been built up before Trey Miguel captured. Well, he cheated to win that X Division and has been a cheater ever since. He's doing real heel work. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying, after all of that buildup that we put into, into Black Taurus, if this is just a let me injure Crazy Steve... So Black Taurus could get his revenge later. That I'd be okay with. I'm on board with. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to see either one of these guys lose. I think Trey Miguel holding on to it is fine. But with the X Division title, I don't feel so bad when Pete when it changes hands because everyone who holds the X Division championship can wrestle their butt off. They're oh, yeah. really, really good. So if you lose to someone, it's you just had an off day. These it's a very competitive division. So it's like I did. I wouldn't hate it if he lost it, but I feel like it should go to Black Tarus. Black Tarus should be in Crazy Steve's position. But if this is a long way to get it in Black Tarus's, uh, Black Tarus versus um, Trey Miguel, I don't hate it. I don't see how Monster Ball worked out, considering how Trey Miguel last like last week was like, get this scary shit away from me, like ah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how this go work out. But I also kind of don't see Crazy Steve winning. I would like him to, but. In my heart, I want him to kayfabe, get injured, or does something really messed up so Black Taurus goes berserk and takes it off of him. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's perfect. I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, the, uh, I, I, I just, I'm just kind of baffled by it more than anything because they've wrestled yeah. at, um, they were they wrestled at the Trey Miguel and Black Cruz wrestled at the countdown to Hard to Kill, and um, it was it was an okay match. It just it was he it won. Was, Trey Miguel won. Yeah. yeah, he cheated, but he won. He tagged him, yeah. and the way they had built up Black Tarus up until that point was like, okay, I could see him winning, and not for nothing, Trey Miguel, you're that guy, you're him. But it's Black Tarus's turn. You always have the uh, the X Division title, so. Yeah. I don't know how this is going to go, but I, I, if this is, a, like I said, if this is a roundabout way to get it back to Black Taurus, maybe, but it could just be, hey, Trey Miguel's screwing over your faves, get into it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's, a, that's a good point too. Um, the, uh, I really, maybe it's because I, I've loved Fandango, like the, the, the gimmick. <laughs> Um, maybe mainly mainly because of uh Tyler Breeze and him back in the mm -hmm. day, but you had uh Santino and uh and him basically backstage with uh, Jonathan Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey. Uh, Santino makes it official, says that Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey will meet at No Surrender. Uh, but beforehand, uh. Dirty, he makes it uh, dirty. Says um, that he's going to make a tag team match between the two, so they can scout each other, uh -huh. and they will face the Motor City Machine Guns. And Santino didn't—you could tell by his face—he didn't like the idea, like at first. But then he's like, "Actually, that's not a bad idea." And I—I I think it's just because of who he was, or just what he reminds me of. I just enjoyed the segment, um, and I, I think that's why I got a kick out of it. The I always find it. I the thing is, is 
I think they're going to set it up where it's just the typical way how they do these things. Like it doesn't matter if it's WWE. Can they AW. coexist? Yes, and <laughs> you can tomorrow at three o'clock Eastern on Fightful Overbooked. Um, but nice anyways, segue. that was that's yeah, classy. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's one of them's going to hit each other or something. I'm willing to bet. I don't see. They're not gonna. They're not gonna beat the Motor City Machine Guns, even though that it's gonna be a hell of a match, or at least I hope it is. Yeah. I mean, you have four of the best wrestlers at Impact. Um, yeah, but you have like not for nothing. If there's a pillar of tag team wrestling in Impact, uh, it's gonna be Motor City Machine. Motor City Machine Guns. Holy crap! <laughs> oh, it's okay. I I uh, had a slip of the tongue when I said it on my show, and I went the other way with it. So. Motor and, shitty machine. Yeah, and you know, like, whoa. <laughs> hmm. I stopped, but it was like, You're not whoa. allowed to make mistakes, you wrestling memer. Yeah, well, the thing, the thing we said on our show, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but I'm excited for this match. I'm This is the match I'm excited for the most at No Surrender. Hmm. Uh, Jonathan Gresham could wrestle... The Invisible Man, and I'm going to pay money to watch it. That's just that's a good point. I feel yeah. that same way now about Speedball Mike Bailey. And I had said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. I am campaigning that whenever there's award ceremonies for wrestler of the year, Speedball Mike Bailey needs to be in that conversation. Because since the like, since I'm going to say August or November of last year, Speedball has been tearing it up. And that 60 minute classic with Josh Alexander, come on now, such a good match. Such a good, yeah. so are good are. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, man. We we agree so much. It's great. I like it. Um, the main event: Kenny King taking on uh, Rich Swan. Um, we we already answered a question earlier about this, but Kenny King. Um, I just, I just like watching the man wrestle. He's good, mm-hmm. and I of course like watching uh, Rich Swan wrestle. They they uh. Kenny King takes control right away. Um, then we see both men exchange heavy strikes. King hits uh, Swan with a nice spine buster, goes for a pin. We see Swan kick out. Uh, they just start hitting. I mean, these guys, what I loved about this match is they both look like they were hitting stiff shots. But yes. that's because they make it look so good. Um, I will say Rich Swan and Chris Bay and that, this Ace Austin too, if it's thigh slaps or them kicking you, I believe they have kicked the taste out of your mouth. You can no longer feel your teeth and your jaw. That's literally sweet chin music. Some of them are thigh slapping when I can see it. Oh, yeah. But yep. these kicks from these two, I believe that. I believe. I believe in Joe Henry yeah. and I believe in those kicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that pile driver finisher says, uh, I'm going to, I usually don't do this for the non super chats, but thank you. <laughs> that, that, Thanks. <laughs> um, Joel is gonna come back next week and be like, "What the hell? Why are you? people booing me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in case you joined, I've said I would tell people throughout the show. He's in Montreal. He's gonna. He's supposed to be talking to Sami Zayn tomorrow, so that's good for him. Um, I still think he's there to investigate the Montreal screw job, but. I said he's there to visit his father, Scott Demore, work on their yeah. father-son relationship. We don't really know why he's yeah. there. 
Um, but I'm sure somebody on Twitter will tell you that Fightful doesn't have the scoops and we're all frauds. So <laughs> yeah. thank you well, for being well, a part of our scam. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that'll happen. That'll happen even after Elimination Chamber. So it's great. It's, it's fantastic uh, fraudsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that keeps on giving there. Um, but anyways, going back to this match, uh, Swan hits King with that Poison Rana. Ugh. Anytime I see that that mm-hmm. move, I just I uh, I mark out. That's the easiest way to say it. I just mark out. Um, I, I say a couple of words that freak uh, freak my dog out. Um, but uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, it, I have these two. I didn't want just. I didn't want this match to end necessarily because I was mm. having so much fun. But I knew that it obviously had to because of the <laughs> the time. But it was just like one of those. It's like man. Five more minutes, you know, just five more minutes of this going back and forth. These guys were just killing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swan hits the uh, Royal Flush, gets the pin. Um, after the match, King uh, gets a cheap shot in on Swan, uh, starts attacking him. Josh Alexander comes out for the save, and Swan accidentally hits uh, Josh Alexander with the super kick. And <laughs> Josh Alexander, man, he sells that super kick. It looks like he lost an eye. Uh-huh. The was... way he was looking in the corner is like, yeah. how dare you hit me in the house of the Lord? Oh my God, I cannot believe you would do this. I just got my Botox. It was yeah. a look of sheer disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> he played that up very well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, he looks like he is selling that eye really, really well right now. That's good stuff. Um, but I, 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 I was just I was I was laughing because I was like, man, he's selling the hell out of that eye. Like he's really doing it. Like this is, I mean, like this is Popeye type stuff. Like right there. Not Popeye. I'm Listen, telling you, the amount of Popeye olive oil references I've made this week between oh. Seth Rollins' red shoes and now you're saying it's Popeye. Hey, it's it's fake. There you go. It's fake. But that's what it looked like. And it I might is. have to. Now that I say that, I might actually have to do like a Photoshop job of this because. <laughs> That's that's yeah, that's that's good. I mean, he made it look like wow, I can't believe you would kick me advertently. And it's not like you don't see Kenny King literally walking right by the post that you're in the corner laughing, looking at you like yeah. you're stupid. Yeah. So this is one thing I will complain about Josh Alexander with. A lot of the time they make him seem like a bonehead. And I noticed it really with the bully Ray storyline. He's like, everyone's telling me oh. what not to believe. And it's like, bro, okay, we get it. You should have told him to screw off a long time ago. But then here you go, try to do big brain math with Tommy Dreamer. Stop it. Stop it. It really, they really be making you look like, hey, hey. oh, oh, I don't like that for you. I don't like that. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I, I get that. It's like, like. And I like I loved it. Like I mean, I like how they got the family involved, like to an extent. Yeah. And then, but it's like, man, if they keep this going, they're gonna have his kids like be the one that like educates them pretty soon. His <laughs> yeah. son is gonna be the one to yeah. pin Bully Ray. That's oh. how it finally ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be good. But uh, yeah, that was that was Impact tonight. Uh, pretty solid show, I thought. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. The one thing that I, I forgot to bring up was uh, the when we did see Joe Henry tonight um, with the moose oh, yeah. beating the hell out of the car with the bat. Um, I A, that car looked badass to me. Yeah. Um, 
So the fact that they were doing it to that kind of car with that well that window granted, they can that's yeah. just chump change to them, but still it was like, what the hell? Um and I, I just absolutely love that Santino just like that's my car, <laughs> like with the alarm. Um <laughs> I was just like, but then what just did not make sense about that is like, okay, you're getting your match. Like, what the hell? That does not make like any sense. Um agreed. Because I was, was thinking that too. Like, didn't he already lose a title shot yeah. for the digital media championship? Yeah. So you're trashing my car because you're mad at me because you suck. Yeah. So it's my fault. You got Matt Cardona to do the same thing. And Matt Cardona's life unraveled. He's got the Midas touch. Leave this blonde hair man alone. Come on now. Yeah. I, I didn't. That was the one thing that I'm like, what happened here? Like, I'm may I'm are they going the comedy route? Because if they're going the comedy route here, I don't get this part at all. Because there's that doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, you rewarded him with a title shot. I you'd have been suspended. The hell yeah. you left my car. I'm I'm literally the boss. If Scott Demore is not here, it's me. I'm just suspended and yeah. without pay. Pay for my window. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. It's like that was like an like it was like he was happy about it. He looked at the window. Like he's like. Hey, you know what? You get a title shot for doing that to my window. I appreciate you. Good job. You You're know? so strong. Yeah, I, you know what? You're so strong. You get a title shot. You're so strong. <laughs> yeah, it's that was that was my only that was my only issue with the show. That was and that's saying something because, um, that was, I just want the show to make sense. And that was really the only thing that didn't make sense. Yeah. And maybe there's that. That was really it. That was the only thing that just kind of. I guess baffled me. Um, I do have my conspiracy theory hat. So hold on. Oh, You're okay. in for a treat, Rob. You are in for a treat. Let's so go. what if, what if they had him beat up the car with a bat to introduce the dot com digital media to introduce weapons? So they had a weapon and a car and he treated it like Street Fighter 2 bonus level. Ooh. Open up your third eye. I got reception. I got you. I got you. I can't have too much reception because then the aliens are going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Street Fighter 2, man. That's a callback. Um, right? Because when I saw that, all I could hear was Gal's music. Da -da 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 -da. Like, why are you beating up this car, Moose? What are you doing? But this is the same man who found the TNA championship on the ground in the trash. was like, I'm champion. People like, that company doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same uh. Moose. Moose is unhinged. Remember what we said? He won't burn your house down with you in it, but he will burn your house down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the best way to put it. Who since we already said so you brought up Street Fighter Two, and it's been forever since I played that game. Who is the green guy? The uh, red hair. Like, yeah. God, he scared the hell out of me when I was younger. <laughs> I just wanted to add that for no apparent reason. I just think people should know that for useless information. <laughs> um so yeah, you guys can use that for like next time. Like when so um, when Joel gets been... back, everyone in chat who's here now asks Joel, like, hey Joel, what about Blanca? He's gonna be yeah. so confused. <laughs> and Rob is gonna be like <laughs> Yeah. So, well, uh, Krista, tell people where they can find you. Rob, this is a lot of fun. You're the greatest. I won't tell people your name is actually Rob. You're Joel Pearl. Your secret yep. is safe with me. 
Guys, you can find me anywhere. You can type Cresta Star, C-R-E-S-T-A-S-T-A-R-R on the internet. Mondays and Wednesdays, I am live on Twitch.tv where I go over Raw and AEW Dynamite. Thursdays, I am here with Rob or Joel or whoever. <laughs> Just close your eyes and pretend. <laughs> um, I'm here discussing everything that happened on Impact. Next week on the 24th, I will be here myself, Joe Pearl, and Steven Jensen. We'll be going over No Surrender. And on Saturdays, we do Gaming Gone Weird at 1 p.m. with Nick Tana. Find me on Twitter. There's a link tree in my bio. Cresta the star because Elon Muskrat got your girl on Cresta Star. That being said, Rob, where can the people find you not at Joel Pearl? Because that's a lie. Yes. Uh, you can find me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. I also have Instagram now with only like six pictures on there, but it's at Fightful Rob. And then tomorrow at three o'clock Eastern, I host a show called Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. Uh, we are probably doing the uh, predictions for uh, Elimination Chamber and Battle in the Valley. Um so looking forward to that. We got a lot of things going. We might actually do a two hour show tomorrow because there's a lot to talk about. So I'm looking forward to that. Guys, I want to say thank you um, for letting me do this. I know I am not Joel Pearl. They needed a reliever and uh, I did my best. So um, you did I great, wanna... Rob. I appreciate that. So I do appreciate that. Uh, but he will be back next week after he finds out who the real person behind the 1997 Montreal Screwjob was and he visits his dad Scott Demore and whatever else he needs to do in Montreal um, there's there's a lot of things he's probably doing in Montreal uh, it's it's we don't know but Canadian stuff <laughs> Canadian stuff I know he was looking he was hoping to have uh, what poutine this morning with some people or like he was hoping to I saw on Twitter mm -hmm. he's like who wants to and that didn't go too well for him. I saw and like people were not, they weren't, they were just his American friends are like, that does not sound good. So yeah, no one has explained poutine to me in a way that makes you say, wow, I want fries with gravy and cheese curds. Cause it sounds like a great concept until you say it like that, that it's no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I was like, huh? Uh, like I'll, I'll always try it like i'll try it i mean i've been on a weight loss kick but it's like i'll try food um mm -hmm. it just might not go like i might not just approve of it but <laughs> i'll try it but, but guys i want to say thank you again chris i want to say thank you for letting me work with you it was a it was a pleasure i'm glad we got to finally do this this is awesome Hell i remember yeah. uh when they first put you on the show like when you got hired i was like this is great. This is a good call. I remember. Hell yeah. So hey. I remember that that day. I I told Sean. I'm like, that's a that was a hell of a hire. So, um, I just want to say you are doing a great job here too, and I think you are doing just awesome. And know your news is good. So I don't want to say thank you for what you've done for Fightful as well. So um, thanks a lot, Rob. That means. Girl, I got on makeup, girl. I'm not your guy gonna have me crying in the club. Nice try. Going to the nice club? Try. No. <laughs> Last night, I, I was just like, this. I was like, I'm. I haven't been to the club in forever, and I don't think I'm allowed at the club anymore. But... <laughs> Somebody asked me, "What, sir? When's the last time you brought sexy back?" I'd be like, "What year is it?" Uh, I haven't. No. <laughs> I'm in the club all the time. What club? The Bullet Club. Oh, there you go. All right, all right. I think it's time for us to go. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. We will see you guys later. I got to remember that one, though. I got to do that. I'm in the club all the time. I'm going to steal that. I steal Joel stuff all the time. So there we go. It's yours. See you guys. <laughs>